Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who <laughs> are I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my imperial and friendly friend, Frank. How are you today? I'm uh, feeling benevolent uh, in my imperiality. Excellent. Yeah. Is that a word? Mm -hmm. Imperiality? Uh, Now it is because I'm the emperor and I can make up words. Excellent. You know, that intro makes it sound like we're going to talk about Star Wars. It does, doesn't it? We're not at all. And I will tell you why that was my intro when we start talking about beers frank what are you drinking uh i'm drinking so i have a bunch of really interesting beers in my fridge right now um mm. uh, i i just had a birthday recently and my very sweet wife um happy 47th birthday frank <laughs> thank you I'm, i've i've been emotionally 47 since birth so the, the you know we're finally <laughs> uh you still no. have quite a number of years left before you actually reach that birth age that you talked about yes until i until i age into my personality yes um (laughs) but yes i uh just had a birthday and my very sweet wife uh saw fit to throw a party and have a bunch of friends over and uh, a bunch of people brought beer and so people my friends know me pretty well and they know that i like interesting sort of off the beaten path beers and so i've gotten a a lot of really interesting stuff that i'm i'm getting to sample so you all be i'll be sharing those with you guys over the next um couple weeks but the one I'm doing right now is Boulevard Brewing Company Sixth Glass Quad. It's a quadruple ale. Um, 10.2% alcohol content. Um, it Whoa. is pretty pretty high ABV. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Boulevard Brewing Company out of Kansas City, Missouri. And cool. uh, it is delicious. It's a delicious quad ale. You know me. I love my my Belgian-style uh, beers, and this is, this is great. This is really, really good. So I'm, a, I'm on board with this one. That's great. I have one question about mm-hmm. all of that. Why wasn't I invited to this birthday party that your wife decided to throw? <laughs> I'm kind of offended. Actually, you were there. I was there, wasn't you were I? There. We have pictures together. We do. That, that the internet will never see. Yeah. Well, well actually, actually, that's them. not true. The internet has seen some of them. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, that's true. Good times. Anyway, uh, I am drinking a dragon's milk. From the New Holland Brewing Company, it is an imperial stout, which is where my which is where my um, mind was when I decided to reference that as our opening as our opening number. So it's really more about me than you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Did you have that one at the uh, the first venue that that uh, we were at? Yes, I had it at the first venue. Okay, I think I've had that one a long time ago. It's really good. It's a it's malty kind of vanilla, not vanilla like plain, but you know vanilla flavor. Yeah, sure, you know what sure. I mean. 
you know, nice imperial stout. It's an eleven percent ABV. I know, I know. Yeah. So it's it's a have have one kind of kind of beers. Sure, sure. But I stouts are hit or miss for me. Sometimes they're just a little too a little too heavy or not heavy enough sometimes and you're like is this mm. even a stout what are you right but dragon's well, milk was dragon's milk was r- exactly where i wanted it to be mm. it was so good it had a i think the vanilla actually really really comes out in it like you can really taste it it, get, it sometimes stouts can be flat in their taste yes um but not this one baby i really i really enjoyed it yeah, it was good. I'd I'm, have more. I'm reading more. about it right now. This looks really good. I, I, the label looks familiar, so I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I tried it at some point. Um, but yeah, from, you got it's me from wanting. Michigan. It's yeah, from, Michi- from Michigan. It's aged in. It's barrel aged in oak mm-hmm. barrels. So that's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Would recommend. Right nine on. out of ten. Would revisit. I don't know. Maybe ten out of ten. Hmm. Nah, nine out of ten. Nine out. Some of 10. room for improvement. Room There's for always improvement. A little bit. There's always, you know, I'm like an A minus kind of giver, you know, like you could be an A. Sure. It's not perfect. No, sure. That's, ter- that's a terrible thing to be like, like always reaching for perfection and never getting there. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Yeah. That's, that's tough. Well, Frank, we're here today to talk about something that is near and dear to both of our hearts that we don't get really to talk about on Supergirl TV talk because we're there just to talk about Supergirl, but we both also watch Arrow and The Flash. That's right. And so we're here today to talk about the state of the Arrowverse and where that in the where that leaves us as they as we start to pick up in our in our mid after our mid-season breaks and all that stuff. Now, Black Lightning not being part of that universe, we'll leave that right. a little off to the side and um Gotham is definitely not part of that universe, mm-hmm. as is Krypton, and there Gotham just has come back, and and Krypton's not even back yet. So we'll leave those off to the side. Mm-hmm. And you don't watch Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I am not caught up on Legends of Tomorrow. So, so it leaves so, us with Arrow and the Flash. That leaves us with Arrow and the Flash. Okay, my goodness, Arrow and the Flash. If you are not caught up on Arrow or the Flash, we will be spoiling the current seasons of Arrow and the Flash. So. Just right. just know that we won't be talking. Uh, I don't think we're going to get into the Elseworlds crossover all that much. We might mention it a little bit, but we did a full review of it over on Supergirl TV talk. So if you want to hear that, um, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. But um, you can you can hear a more full discussion we did there with our friend Derek uh, from Starkville's House of El Krypton and round three and a bunch of other awesome podcasts. So you can check that out over there. But yeah, let's talk. Um, wh- wh- where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Arrow or The Flash? Um. Well, whichever one we hmm, let's talk about the Flash first. Okay. Let's sure. talk about the Flash first. So let's start this off right. His name is Barry Allen, <laughs> and he's the fastest man alive. There you go. Good. Yep. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. If I don't uh, do it for if I don't do it for Arrow, remind me. <laughs> okay. Right. Right on. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I really did not care much for um a, a lot of this season at the start but i've come around on it Ooh, so i'm i'm I really I'm ba- i was kind of off the train while he was in prison um no you're talking about barry oh psh- <laughs> 
I'm thinking of Arrow. Um, yeah, I you literally we can talk the Flash about Arrow I first. We can talk about Arrow I've been loving the season of the Flash. Oh, all right. The Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so surprised. I was Sorry. so surprised. I was like, yeah, what are no, you, no, I'm, what I'm are you not liking? This I'm is totally one of their. I think this is one of their best seasons I'm, yet. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, it's it's a, it's been a lot of fun. Nora being there has been a really fun sort of. Um, proxy for the audience and i feel like mm-hmm. in a lot of ways you know where she's sort of like you know she looks up to barry the way she does and i i do too so it's it's cool that there's a character there who's sort of going through a lot of the same feelings that uh that i do as a viewer um mm-hmm. and as a fan of of the flesh yeah so you're loving it too oh yeah very much yeah. i i think some of the the characters one i mean five seasons in now they're or four seasons in into their fifth they've really coalesced into you know like who they are they like have a very firm understanding of who they are we're we're past the point of say like i was going oh am i just the girlfriend or am i the reporter or am i this or am i this like i like she knows who she is and how important she is to the team and to the show you know barry isn't mopey mopeyson anymore you know like oh it's all my responsibility you know and we've got some Caitlyn backstory, you know, Cisco's more than just his quips, you know, that, you know, they're, they're actually utilizing Ralph as a detective, which I think yes. is a, a huge part of elongated man. He is, I mean, elongated man and the flash go back to the fifties when the flash was rebooted in 1954 to be Barry Allen, the flash as everyone mm-hmm. knows him instead of Jay Garrick in the comics, right. like elongated man was in those books, like a year into the Flash's reboot, you know, like not the book Elongated Man, as in like he is part of the Flash canon going all the way back there. And so and he's always been a detective. And so I love that we're actually seeing detective. Um, Oh, my goodness. What's his actual name? Help me out here. What's Ralph his name? Ralph Didney. Thank yeah. you. Oh, man, that was going to bother me. I love it. I got to say, though, my favorite Ralph Dibney moment out of this season, I think, was the premiere when everybody's talking in the everyone's talking in Star Labs and whatever else. And he comes in and he's like, guys, I think there are multiple Earths. (laughs) I know. And he goes, he goes to this whole thing. And then they're like, no, Ralph, we know. What do you think we were saying when he said, like, he's from Earth, too? Yeah. And he's like, he's from Um, Earth. Earth. Also, <laughs> no, he's from Earth. Also, uh, Earth also. So, so oh, good. good. It's so uh, that, good. It's, it, the, the thing of Ralph, like always catching up, always being late to the party is actually a gag that I'm I'm very I'm very much a fan of. I would slow to warm up to this version of Ralph. Like when he first showed mm-hmm. up, I kind of thought he was kind of a douche. He was. Um, well, not, he, yeah, he was. Yeah. And 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 not in like a likable you know, way. No, not in a likable way. Um, but I have, I have come around on him, and I, I have, uh, uh, you know, kind of opened up and uh, and come to enjoy him a lot more. No, I, I really, I mean, I was, I think I've always liked Ralph because I was on because I like Elongated Man, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so I feel like he was always going to get there. I was just kind of waiting for him to catch up to the elongated man that I kind of know and love. But I, I think we're even going to, I think we'll go even further than that. I think Ralph is kind of like all the other characters that they all kind of feel like 
took a few years to get to a place where you kind of knew who they were and what they were about. And the Mm -hmm. writers of the show found a place for everybody that felt natural and cohesive and everything like that. Yeah, I think that I think that Ralph will get there, too. He just started late. He had a few years behind. That's right. I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I think I was just being impatient um, when when he wasn't Mm -hmm. there yet. But now that he's he's getting there and he shows the promise, um, I'm on board with it. So I'm 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 happy about that. Um, I'm a little bummed we haven't gotten a lot of Joe West this season. I know that that um, he was hurt. Yeah, he he hurt his back. Yeah, um, he was yeah. out on medical leave. He's coming back, though. I just saw an article the other day. He is Good. he is officially returning since ever since Savitar. I mm-hmm. have been afraid. I think I've talked to you about this a couple of times. Yep. I've been afraid that they're going to kill off Joe. Um, and I really hope they don't because I feel like he is such a great presence on that show um, and brings so much heart to that show that I really, really love. Yeah, but I'm I agree. In the back of my head, I feel like at any time they could just kill him if they want to, and it makes me sad and scared to think about that happening. I really don't want it to happen. You know why I think you think that? Because I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I think it's because our introduction to the Arrowverse was Arrow, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 they killed off Mora in the second season. Yeah, you know, and so she, you know, and she was important that way, and in in her own way, and everything like that. So I think there's this like slight fear of like, oh, you're not like, you're not a superhero, so I actually fear for your life. That's because, it. It's because yeah, it's because he's not a superhero. Yeah, because you know, like, you could talk about the peril of like the Flash dying and disappearing and all that stuff, but the show's called The Flash, right? You know. Or, There's or some job security there for Grant Gustin, right? Like, unless unless heroes really want to leave, yeah, you know, most of the unless or unless they're predetermined to only have a season or two, right? Sometimes they like plan it out, like say Monel on Supergirl was only for two seasons. Sure, you know, they 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 said from these are the two years that we're going to map out his character growth and development arc and whatever else, and then and that's it. He's gone at the end. Mm-hmm. I think other those other characters that have been there since the beginning, characters mm-hmm. like Cisco and Caitlin and whatever else, unless those actors actors want to leave, they're probably safe. Yep. Yep, more or less. I think the other thing with Joe West um that that um concerns me is because he is in a, you know, there there is a tradition of like the Uncle Ben, the Jonathan Kent, you know, like the 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 father figure dying. Um Sure. And, and and there being a lesson for the hero to learn in that. And so I think I'm afraid that they will, you know, choose to to do that that storyline. Um, um I would whenever counter, Jesse L. Martin feels like leaving the show. That's true, though I would counter that by saying, Oh, they've already done that with Barry's real parents. Totally. Totally. Because because I, both his parents have been killed at this point. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, his right? dad. His, dad's dead. his mom, obviously, we know that. Um, but um, I'm pretty sure his dad's dead. I'm pretty sure. Now I'm doubting because we've we've only seen John Wesley Ship. Um, you know yeah, what? Playing- I think I think yes. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's dead because now he's playing Jay Garrick. I don't think he's right. playing both anymore. Yeah, I no, think, I don't think so. I can't remember. I think that was season three. I'm pretty sure he died in season three. 
Yeah, I need to go back and look now, but Henry, I'm pretty sure. Henry Henry's Allen. Gone. Good name. Henry Allen. Good, mm-hmm. strong name. Anyway, um, what do you think of Cicada as you're looking that up? Oh, yeah, Cicada. Um, Cicada is fine, honestly. Like, I don't super love uh, him. I think his story is interesting, his connection to his daughter and everything. Um, so they're, they're, they're fleshing him out pretty nicely, I think. Uh, and I definitely am more, I, I'm uh, not more into, but let's say less bothered by him than I was by the thinker or, or Savitar. I see. I liked the thing. You didn't like the thinker. I started out liking him, but I, I, by the end of it, it was a little too mad scientisty mm. for me. So I, I don't remember it super fondly. I was fine with it while it was happening, but I think I sort of thought that it kind of draw, got drawn out longer than it needed to. And there were. I, I mean, didn't feel that it 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 the character was enough to sort of support a whole season. Sometimes that's the way with twenty two episodes. That's though. yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, think that in a big way is part I, of it because I think I've, at ten or twelve it would have been fine. I've heard some rumors that Cicada is actually not the main villain. I'd be it, okay with that. Where it's I'd actually be okay with that. maybe maybe they're trying that like one villain for thirteen episodes and another villain for thirteen episodes. Hey, I'd be I'd be so okay with like. So you you've t- I don't watch Gotham anymore, but you've told me that they basically have broken their seasons into halves. Yes, and that's they right. Do, like different story arcs for both halves. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like if they're given twenty two episodes anyway, why not do that? You take a big mid season break anyway. Exactly. So why not use that break as like a palate cleanser and then come back with uh you know maybe maybe you resolve the first half storyline in the first episode like you have a cliffhanger and you resolve mm-hmm. it. And then you set up the next the next uh, story. That's right. And they still can be connected in their own way. Like Gotham's are not there. It's not a disconnected season. Oh, yeah. It's but, not like it's a new season. No, but it, it just, is a it's a fully wrapped story at that point. And then you kind of move on to the next part of that story. Right. And there can be themes and 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 um, events that span both halves of the season. You know, if there's like pers- interpersonal conflict, or you know, Caitlin and her dad, or mm-hmm. or you know, figure that kind of stuff. You could have that kind of thing carry out throughout the whole season across both halves. So there's some unity to it and some cohesiveness. But you could have two different villains. That, you know, you know, they have kind of done that before in the Arrowverse. Season two of Arrow, the first half of the season, mm. the villain is is Brother Blood. That's right. And then in the finale, you learn it's actually Deathstroke pulling the strings the whole time. You know, and you're like, oh, my God, he's alive. It's this. It's like a whole big thing. And then it's a it's a big shift from that moment. And arguably, season two of Arrow is one of their best, if still not their best season. And so I think I think you could see that. I think we maybe they're actually trying to play that out here on The Flash, because so at the end of. At the end of one of the last Flash episodes, you learn that Nora is in Commutacade with Eobard Thawne. Right. Um, a very specific version of Eobard Thawne, even. You know, he's Harrison Wells' Eobard Thawne. Mm-hmm. Very particular moment in time. Yeah. And it's, and it's um, man, that was great. Those last couple episodes of, this, of, of the first half of the season were really cool. We're going back in time and... Um, trying to relive some of those moments getting the um what was the artifact they were trying to get to put in the pillar um Mm -hmm. so that it would be there when they needed it i can't remember what it was but you know what i'm talking about yep um whatever the MacGuffin was that was a really fun episode and going back to to seeing old uh you know season the season one version of all the characters um with that 
you know, Harrison Wells and everything. That was really, really cool. I, I enjoyed that a lot. It was a good hundredth episode. It was, it was like a, it was That's like right, a nice way of episode. yeah. It was like a nice way of doing a clip show without doing a clip show. Yeah, I loved that. I loved that. That made me feel similar to the way that like the Smallville two hundredth episode um, did, where they had they went back and went back to the the high school and did like the ten year reunion or whatever it was. Um, I don't remember that at all. Oh yeah, it was they had yeah. Oh, there was it was it was a good episode. Um, I believe you. I just don't remember it. Mm, oh, what season was that? Nine, nine or ten okay oh yeah oh yeah because remember, they like because the, they i remember them going into the torches office and yes. there's like the new versions of them correct and they're like the early yes. 2000s version or like mid 2000 versions of the, yeah 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 yeah, right. yeah i do remember that now. right and the, the 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 guy um the guy who who was like the 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 bug boy uh from yep. like the second episode of the series was in that episode and was like, oh, I wanted to tell Clark that he turned my life around and blah, blah, blah. That's right, man. Man, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it, though? No, no it's similar. It's good. It's similar stuff. Similar idea. It's, it's at least similar. That's yeah, good. Yeah, of like re- revisiting the early seasons mm-hmm. of the show in, a, in an anniversary episode. Yeah. Um, was, it gave me similar vibes. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I've been loving this season of The Flash um, more than I have in a couple of years. Not that I didn't enjoy it in the last couple of years, but this is the most that I've enjoyed it, you know, in, since in two or three years. So it's it's always fun. It's when when your favorite shows are firing on all cylinders. It's always a good thing. I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, any predictions that you think that something that you know? Do you think Nora is going to turn on Eobard, or Eobard's going to get out of prison, or you know, something along those lines? I do think Nora will be faced with a choice. At some mm-hmm. point of whether she's going to continue whatever mission she's on with Eobard um, or whether she's going to fully support her dad. I think she'll end up telling her parents what's going on. And um, yeah, and I think that she'll be faced with a choice and she'll ultimately choose choose the right the right side of things. I do wonder if that will mess up the timeline, though. Right. It has to. Um, Absolutely. I mean, just the fact that she's there and that she's been hanging out as long as she has. I'm sort of surprised that they allowed that like I get it's a good story and I'm enjoying the hell out of it but on principle almost I'm surprised that Barry wasn't like no you need to go back to your time right now because you're you're being here just polluting the time stream um as is yeah I don't know sometimes it's a little time stream is a little what you need it to be at that time kind of thing but it's wibbly wobbly that's it is but that's okay I don't really mind because I like Nora a lot so I'm Exactly. Stick it's around. a comic book story. Sure. Oh, I have to remember it's a comic book story, and if 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 something seems off, it's like it's still it's comic books on TV. Like that's that's all it is. So that's right. It's comic book science, comic book logic. You know why can they run fast? Because they can. Shut because up. they can. Because yeah. of reasons. Because science. of because of science. Exactly. Speaking, of, let's let's hop over to our our decidedly non science show arrow. Yep. Yep. So you said you had not, you were not thrilled with the beginning of this season. I, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with the beginning of it. By the end, you know, now the last episode or two, he's been out of prison. Oliver's been out of prison, so I've been enjoying it more. Um, I, you know, the go, with Felicity going as dark as she has to, you know, doing anything to get him out, that kind of, it just it feels a little bit of a downer. Um, mm, so I those first, I agree. Mm-hmm. Six or seven episodes were, were were a bit of a downer, um, and so it kind of I, I always left sort of feeling heavy, and and I I I I binged them too, so maybe I felt it even more because I was mm-hmm. watching two or three of them in a row, uh, any given day, 
And so it was like two or three hours of sort of heavy downer material um, back to back. But but very well done. Just not what I prefer. I think I told you this. I think I said this on on a podcast, but maybe we, I said it to you just one on one. But one thing that I've been doing, one thing that helps me get through when I'm enjoying some of these shows a little bit less, like when they're going through a, a spell where I don't particularly care for the current story or whatever, is just to literally picture what's happening on screen. Oh, yeah. As In, comic book panels. You, ha- you have told me this before. That's a genius idea. I'll tell you, man, I've been doing it with lots of stuff. Like when I'm watching, I, there were moments in Aquaman that I didn't really love. And in those moments, I was like, well, literally just picture this as if it was happening on the page and like picture the dialogue in speech bubbles. Mm-hmm. And and when I look at it that way, I'm like, yeah, this does fit, though. Like I can see that I can picture that as a comic book and it would fit. So like, why do I like it on the page, but not as much on screen? I don't know. But when once I stop and think of it that way, I enjoy it, you know. 20% more, if, I, if not more than that. I think some things are clunky on screen that yeah. you forgive when you're reading. Exposition, especially, it. is something that you forgive when you're when you're reading because you take it at your own pace. You can, you know, it's it's easy to it's easier to absorb. You know, you're looking yep. at other things, but in a film, that's the focus. You have yep. to be you have to be where the exposition is. And and I think a time just locations and times and pacing and it's all different in a written medium or even in like a written slash visual medium like a comic book and so i but i think a a a film or a television or whatever else in some ways you're a little bit more jammed that way because it's definitely a show don't tell kind of thing but so but when you have to tell like sometimes you just have to say it it's very hard you know for an audience to kind of pull and, and accept that so i i get what you mean yeah there's just times where it's too hard to say something like to, to get a certain amount of exposition out there or, or to communicate an idea without it being a little bit clumsy um and i get caught up on that sometimes and so i i try i guess what i'm what i'm what i end up doing is distancing myself from that and not getting caught up in it and just sort of accepting the facts for what they are that no that's good i think i used to get more caught up on it than i do now i i um maybe i'm just maybe i just got used to it and so I'm just, you know what, just fine, just roll with it. Because maybe if for something, especially like an Aquaman or or Arrowverse or whatever, there are concepts that, as a comic fan, you just go, uh huh, yep, and, yep, and then, but you, you have to tell the people who don't know, you just have to. For that's sure. why that's why you see Batman's origin every movie because yeah. or or Krypton or whatever because it's somebody's first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I I've mentioned this story on the podcast many times, but I remember watching Batman Begins with somebody, and when when the Waynes get shot, they like under their breath, the person went, "Oh, that's why he's Batman." Mm-hmm. Like, and they were you know fifteen, sixteen years old, and so, but they were just they just didn't know. They just knew what Batman was, but they didn't know that that was so integral to the story. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you just got to roll with explanations sometimes. That's but, it. But going back to Arrow, it has been almost like non superhero-y because he's been in prison. That's right. And and maybe that's what's maybe that's what is that's what getting to you because there's this like no no vigilante rule in Star City right now, and so there's you know Black Canary's not running around and Wild Dog's like I'll pretend and you know all yeah. this different. 
I all think this I'm different stuff. Impatient. I think I'm feeling impatient about like, but when do we go back to the superheroes? When do the superheroes come back and and clean sure. up the streets again? I think maybe that's partly because the style of superhero that Arrow is, that Green Arrow is on, especially on, um, on his uh, in this universe in this version of the show, is not your particular taste. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. And so, like, let's say if it was the Flash who was in prison for half the series, you might be a little bit more forgiving because you're more invested in Barry Allen than you are mm-hmm. in Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. So you, you, so you're like, you're like, well, I really just want to see Green Arrow do cool things, and so I don't really care about you as a person. But uh, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an element of that. I think it's maybe stretching a little bit because I do care. But but you didn't watch if you if you didn't care a little. But I'm feeling the lack of that piece, though. I'm feeling the lack of his heroics. I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree with you. Um, okay. I, actually, I I the flash forwards for which I think have been very interesting mm. um which I thought was a cool because that's been part of the makeup of the show for so long you know I like this idea of flash forwards cuz I I do love like oh my god how did we get here I like I like yeah. that st- I like that storytelling like I'm like oh my god this is so different like who's going to show up what's going to happen like it's like I don't know why I like that so much I just I just do Batman Beyond was great for that because you're yeah, like, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Oh my god, why does he have a cane? Oh my right. god, why is the why is Superman wearing a black suit in this version of the Justice League? Like, who's that person? You know, like I like that. So yeah, that's and Batman Beyond just turned twenty this past week. It's crazy. Twenty years since Batman Beyond premiered. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree. I think that um that so I I was pretty vocal about not loving the flashbacks over the past six years. Mm-hmm. Um. Because they just didn't, I just never, I felt like you could take those out and like, they they always did a good job of like connecting what was happening in the current timeline with what was happening in the flashback. Like there was always some reason, mm-hmm. um, but I still kind of felt like you could take those flashbacks out and I, I wouldn't be missing much. Like the main story that I was invested in was the present day story, but the flash forwards I think are interesting because now you're, you're there. We're building towards something like there, there is a a season long arc here that, mm-hmm. that the, and we'll get the answers in the end. That's right. Um, I think and the, I'm go ahead. I care more. Yeah. I think the first two seasons of arrow, you would be, I don't think you would actually be able to um, take out the flashbacks without getting the whole story. That because might be fair. I might be remembering more of the last couple of seasons. It was a lot. It was a lot of cross pollination. Like this character would then show up again in his future. You know, think about it was like two seasons of Slade on the island. Like, Mm-hmm. The the reveal of Deathstroke in in the middle of season two means nothing without that's true that that's stuff very, on the island first. Right. But I think as they went on, I I don't just I do not disagree with you. I think they yeah, were a by, little like I was I'm tired of them. Not that I still like them, but six. I didn't need them every episode. Like you could have done it every yeah. few episodes or something yeah, like yeah. that. Make them count more. Exactly. Yeah. But these flash forwards, I want to know, like, because it's basically. That first flash forward world, I think it was on Legends of Tomorrow. Remember where Oliver had a beard and no arm? Do you remember uh-huh. that? Uh-huh. Yep. And, you know, there was yep. Connor Hawk as Green Arrow. And that's basically the, the future they're living in right now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So I want to know. I want to know more. Isn't Ted Cord supposed to show up this season? Oh, too? I forgot about that. Yeah. I wonder when that happens. I don't know. Because he was supposed to show up. 
back in season three, and that's why we got Ray Palmer instead of right. Ted Cord, right? Because it was Cord Industries for years on Arrow, and then Ray yep. Palmer shows up out of nowhere. Because I think someone at Warner Brothers was like, actually, we probably have a plan for Blue Beetle, so you can't use them. Hey, look what happened. Yeah, I mean, they've been developing a Blue Beetle movie, like sort of on the back burner for a long time. Exactly. And they're now they're talking about doing Jaime Reyes. Yes. But yeah. I, I don't know if Ted Cord's going to be part of that or not. I would assume mm-hmm. that he is. Legacy characters are not something you see tons of in films. I mean, you could do that like, the, like you know, the way Ant-Man was handled where you still had Hank Pym. Exactly. You do it exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, well, even Young Justice season two talks about that where by the time it gets to season two, Ted Cord Blue Beetle is already deceased. Mm. And it talks and Jaime talks about like the, him finding the, like the original Blue Beetle, somebody Garrett, I can't remember his name. And then finding the scarab and then Ted Cord getting the scarab next and realizing that it was alien tech and deciding not to bond with it and becoming the human blue beetle first mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then and then going to the Jaime Reyes um next blue beetle. So you could do something very similar you could do something like cool. that. It'd be cool. It's a, you don't get a lot of generational stuff. Ant-Man is a great example of that. Um, I always think of Mask of Zorro as my first go-to. Oh, sure. You know, because it's okay. Anthony Hopkins. You know, we're like, oh, I'm too old to be Zorro. You should be Zorro now. You know, right, that's. Right. I always think of that first. Passing the torch. Passing um, the the torch. last thing I will say about the, the flash forwards thing is that um, it feels like I, I always enjoy. I feel like almost every drama series does at some point where they have an episode where they they the the first season. No, sorry, the first scene of an episode is like the end of the episode and then they go mm-hmm. like 24 hours earlier and they show you how we got there like how oh, we built yeah. up to this climax mm-hmm. um and i feel like that's what they're doing with the flash forwards is like they're showing us what's going to happen and the whole season is the journey to that to that time that, that point in time yeah it might even be more than a season because it's quite that a ways be. in the future that could be yeah that's true like they, they could be building over a couple of seasons in which case i probably will get impatient again uh but but i'm but i still want to like intellectually i'm like i'm still here for the journey and I, I i appreciate what they're doing there yeah i do too so that's good i i will say going we talked about batman beyond a few minutes ago one thing from the flash that i've really enjoyed is that they're using the word shway for yes. when Nora likes something, <laughs> which is a great Batman Beyond pull. It's just it's so great. Shway. So I, I I love that they like gave it that much thought and and went in that direction. Somebody in that writer's room took the rest of the day off for that. For sure. You know, like I I'm out Sterling Gates. I bet it maybe it was. Maybe it was. Is Sterling Gates right for the Flash or just Supergirl? He was writing for the Flash um for a bit but now i actually wonder if he's still on staff this season i know he was last season uh he definitely is on one of them i don't know which one because his name pops up every so often okay so, well then it's 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 the flash it it's was the flash he joined the staff of the flash i know for sure okay. uh last season or the season before and i just don't remember if he was still there but he joined in season four gotcha gotcha okay yeah. well that's good i would love future arrow episodes to have like that would be hilarious if batman like Terry McGinnis, Batman showed up. Yep, because that's I want. That would be great. Because wouldn't you have a great future, like Beyond show on? Like you could have a Justice League Beyond show because you're never going to get a movie with that concept. But you could have 
Nora Allen and Terry McGinnis and Connor Hawk or, you know, like you could really, you could build the other side of, you know, the Arrowverse in the future, do a show with that. I would love yes. that. Yes, you totally could, man. That would be so cool. That would be, uh, that could also be a great, like, that could be a great Arrowverse show. It could be a great DC Universe show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of potential with that whole cast of characters and that whole that whole setting um that'd be really neat be very cool yeah all right well frank this has been a wonderful discussion this has been a wonderful discussion um i like your face and i like your face thanks i'm glad that we've been able to do this for so long whatever number episode this is 240 something 250 something whatever it is 240 something wow that's crazy 250 coming up soon yeah, are we, we going to do a clip show, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll just do a retrospective where we uh, we interview our past selves from episode two. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. that would be that would be terrible. Like, so, are those still your favorite black and white movies, or are those still your favorite movie musicals, or whatever? Ugh, I'd have to. Oh my God, I'd have to like go back and listen to that. That would be a fun thing to do someday. Like revisit one of our very very early like let's say one of our first 10 episodes or something where we went down a list of like here are my favorite movies of this category or stories of this type or whatever and then go through it and be like no i would i totally i have a completely different list today and this is this is the new list but we could do that i'm all right that's a good retrospective idea that could be fun to do someday all right that would be fun all right well anyway you can find us on beerwithgeeks.com and twitter and gmail and facebook and other places no said it did i say all the good ones yeah you can rate and review us on itunes and find us on spotify and pandora and google play and all other these fun places that podcast can be found it's just so many of them now i can't even list them all just literally everywhere so which is always super fun you could follow frank on twitter at at frank lambings at frank ramblings and myself at timothy pg 13 Find all of the Thought Bubble Audio shows at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. Check out all of our other good ones, limited, including but not limited to Academy Rewind, Supergirl TV Talk, Tolkien TV Talk, um, Out Loud. Hate Watch with Us. Hate Watch with Us. Loud Women. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. There's more on the way. I definitely missed one, too. What did I miss? Metropolis. Metropolis Pod. Yep. Wow, We've got a lot of shows now. It's yeah. too many to name. Go to, go on I over can't, to, go on I over can't to, actually name them all. That's you, crazy. We, we couldn't even if we tried. So thebubbleaudio.com, patreon.com slash thebubbleaudio. You know, a buck a month works out to a quarter a week. If you can afford that, then then consider it. Patreon. Yeah, man, this is crazy. We're like so professional, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Super professional. So We're professional. the most professional. We're the most professional. All right, For well, sure. until next time. Cheers. Cheers.